Amen and amen to that, that's for sure. As we approach the Lord's table, I'd like to read a passage and then uh, share a couple things to prepare us. In Luke chapter 22, we have the account of Jesus with his disciples. We read this, and when the hour had come, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I've earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I shall never again eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he said, take this and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it. And gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup is poured out for you, is the new covenant in my blood. Last week, I exhorted you to go home this week and remember and record what you remembered. To remember your journey with God. Remember all that he's done for you and remember those many times he's touched your life and encouraged you and I was all prepared to share something else for communion until last night when God decided to interrupt my thought process and said, I think I got something else and I hate when that happens, you know, um, I get a little nervous. Uh, and so, but uh, I just sense that we still need to remember and that some of you just need truth to wash over you. And, and maybe you're rejected or feel rejected or maybe you're still wrestling with a, a sin and that shame and that guilt that can dog us. Or maybe you're just in a place of, of saying, I'm not sure what the future holds. I'm not sure what I should do. And, or maybe you just feel not very valuable. And I, I would just encourage you to remember, to let these verses wash over you. So just listen, the quietness of your heart, and listen to what God says. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. The psalmist goes on to say elsewhere, but you, with you, God, there is forgiveness so that we can, with reverence, serve you. Isaiah the prophet said, let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord, and he will have mercy on them, and to our God, for he will freely pardon. 1 John, 1, 1 John 2 says this, I am writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of his name. If we confess our sins, he's faithful, and he's just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Ephesians 1, 7, in him, Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. 
while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us and to make us his very own people totally committed to doing good deeds. Remember, he's forgiven you. He's forgiven you your sin, and he's forgiven you the penalty for your sin. Remember. Remember the price was nothing less than the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And as I just read in the upper room, Jesus reminded his disciples, he says, when you eat this bread and drink this cup, there's our word, remember. Remember the price Jesus paid. It was nothing less than the blood of his son that needed to be shed for we needed a perfect sacrifice. So instead of letting us die in our sin, rendering us helpless and hopeless, the Son of God chose to die so we could be forgiven. How great is that? That we could live forgiven, cleansed, right with God, able to walk out with the assurance that no matter how horrible mistakes we've made, so much greater is his grace. He says it in James. He gives greater grace. And we say greater than what? Greater than all our mistakes. Greater than all our sin. That's why it says, for by grace you've been saved through faith. Remember. Remember you've been forgiven. Remember the price paid. He loves you, even though we don't deserve it. He continues to pour out his love, moment by moment, Confession by confession, he forgives. I want to allow you some time to do that, to, to just sit right where you are and remember. And maybe you need to confess some things and say, God, I've forgotten. I've forgotten your grace. I've abused it. Or, Lord, I've just forgotten the magnitude of what it means to be in a right relationship with you, forgiven. So I want to allow you some time to do that. Have some of the elders come up and we'll serve communion. But first, just spend some time in the quietness of your heart and remember and thanking God for forgiveness.